It's going good, man. How about you? It's uh, it's great, honestly. Um, I've had a lot of time here lately. The past two weeks to consume a lot of cool shit. Oh yeah. Media wise, yeah. Yeah. You, oh yeah, you've been you've been like off, right? I have been way off, like <laughs> more than usual. Way up. Like a lot, yeah. Uh, free time's a strange concept for me. Um, but yeah, I managed to get caught up on my hero. Hell yeah. That was pretty excellent. Pretty excited about that, except for the fact that I happened to borrow the the first book of the arc of manga that I that I borrowed from the library happened to have been right where I was in the series. Oh. And I had no idea until I was reading the book and then watched it. So. Right on. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> screwed myself on that, but I expected it to be different somehow because you know sometimes that happens between books and television shows. Oh yeah, yeah. There's there's definitely a lot of um, like differences sometimes between the manga and like the anime. That's that's why they that's why they had to make a second like Full Metal series because they they diverged from the manga so so early on. Uh, okay. Well, if you were curious, my hero didn't at all. Really. Like, the, down to the same, uh, the same words being said by the characters and everything. Wow. Yep. I read it and then I watched it, and uh, you know, it's one of those cases where the book wasn't necessarily better than the movie. Huh. Like I really would have expected a lot more um, of a difference, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but so so like, what do you think though? Like. Oh, I love it. I I haven't. I usually don't get too hype on anime. I've never been much of an anime guy. Uh, for the most part, aside from the the easy ones like Dragon Ball Z and uh, you know Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh yeah. and stuff, but that one I don't know what it was. Probably because it's superheroes. I vibe really hard with that. But uh, yeah, it, and I, I expected to not even like that one, but it really caught me real hard. Uh, I think the the opening relationship in that anime between All Might and uh, Midoriya, I think, is what what hooks you in. At least that's how it was for me, but. Like, again, I'm just a casual. I'm a filthy casual <laughs> as anime goes. Man, like, I definitely agree. And in, in a way, I think, for me, I think it was just all might. Just all might? Just all might. Yeah. Like, I think you could have taken, you could have taken Midori, and I forget his name all the damn time. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, Deku. Mm-hmm. It's just Deku. They never call him that in the show. Yeah, I know. So. Uh, like, all might's the only one that calls him Midori. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, I think you could have taken just about any other character from the show and swapped him out with with Midoriya, and honestly, would have I would have been just fine. Uh, you know yeah, that's a, that's it's not a take I visited yet, but you're absolutely right. I was thinking back to some of my other favorite uh, students, Class A, and now they're basically the same thing. But uh, yeah, you're right. All right. So, it's just the force of his charisma, his belief. Oh, yeah. And he talks real loud. That helps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, you don't have a choice but to listen. <laughs> For real. Mm-hmm. So, what are we doing here today, Billy? Well, so we're we're, 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 we're filming uh, the first episode, I guess is what you would call it. Yeah. It's at least a test run. Yeah. Um, can you still hear me? Yeah. I can still hear you. Okay, cool. Then that probably means the computer can hear me. You know Which what? hopefully translates into the folks at home hearing me. Right. And if it doesn't, this is just great practice. Yeah, I mean, I love looking at your face. So Feelings mutual, my man. Excellent. We've, we've been looking at each other's face off and on for like 30 years now. Yeah? Well, well not quite 30. But yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That's kind of wild. Yeah. This is, uh, like, you're, 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 you're honestly OG friends. Like, 
first, I think. Yeah, same mm-hmm. year. I remember one of my earliest memories from childhood was meeting a Billy because Power Rangers was my favorite thing in the whole wide world when I was five. That's right. And then, I mean, obviously, and then I went to school for the first time and met a Billy, and I was like, that's it. It was meant to be. Yeah. Blue Blue Ranger was your fave, huh? Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> uh, obviously, you're supposed to love the Red Ranger the most, but I like to uh, swim against the current sometimes, most of the time. I mean, that's fair. Not like whenever, whenever I was a kid, like I was, I was into science. Uh, well, okay, I was into the idea of mad science. I guess. Obviously. I was like, let's build a robot and like smash some stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, so Billy's Billy's gadget. So I was almost like, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'd be I'd be lying if I said Green and White Ranger mm-hmm. wasn't where it was at for me. No, you're right. You're right. Those it's always the ones that they throw in later that you're like, okay, no wait. These ones are the best ones. Yeah, and they're always the the kind of angsty, mysterious, Ooh, yeah. bad boys. Otherwise, how are they gonna like draw you in? Yeah, yeah. we all love a bad boy. That's right. All right, all right. All right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, mean, I think that's a pretty good introduction to how not only how we became friends and stayed friends for so long, but also like what makes us nerdy. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's it's a long road. It's a long road to get to where we are, but uh, I think that. There's a good common ground there in our age group for what did that. Right. And I mean, I mean we're from Arkansas. Like, oh, yeah. like small town Arkansas. Like, we 90s children in Arkansas became one of two things. Mm-hmm. Nerds. Or a hick. Or a hick. Exactly. <laughs> right. And, like, even more so because we grew up, I think part of it is because we grew up sort of isolated mm-hmm. uh, in our own way. I mean, we grew up basically the same area and we both kind of grew up in the woods. Oh, yeah. Type of situation. So, like. If you can, it wasn't so bad that we couldn't get Channel Eight, but that's about all we could. <laughs> that, that, yeah, we 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 used to spin the antenna to try to get Fox. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you did not give a damn what was on TV six days out of the week. That's right. But Saturday morning rolled around, and you know that's yours. That's yeah. your TV. That's your idiot box for three to four hours. Yeah. And your and your parents don't question it because uh, the mm-hmm. alternative is you crapping about it. Yeah, and waking them up. Yeah, nobody wants to hear that. Yeah. Your kids, kids then just to sound like a boomer, kids then <laughs> wake up at seven p.m. and not say a damn word for or seven a.m. My bad, and not say a damn word for a good three to four hours aside from uh, hey we're out of cereal. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, quiet time. Like I'm not a parent. You are. Mm, yeah. Seems like quiet time as a parent is like it's you know currency. Richer than gold. I'm gonna go ahead and say that. Like, you could buy some quiet time, but but when they just give it to you free. Yeah. Yeah, that's when you love them. <laughs> when you love them the most, anyway. So, yeah, I mean, from there, you got to think, that, again, that was 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of other, we've both found a lot of other interests. And oddly then. enough, oddly enough, they wound up being a lot of the same ones. Yep. Yeah. Um, Something about punching and kicking while wearing green spandex. Yeah. Uh, it'll take you places. It will. I um I remember like like after because we went to we went to school together to like third grade right very well fourth grade and fourth grade I started homeschooling mm-hmm. but like you uh, in some of your letters at when we were we were communicating via snail mail back yeah. in the day before that was how you had a pen pal back then yeah before you the put, internet you bought stamps yeah we we that old we that old <laughs> um but uh, you mentioned like Yu Gi Oh and 
starting to get into that. And I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have my Yu-Gi-Oh! in, like, birthday until, like, 2009. Like, I was in college. Uh, oh, when, wow. Um, yeah. Um, whenever, well, I, I, I got casually interested, mm-hmm. um, probably when I was 16. Okay. Um, but, um, didn't really start playing until, like, I was in college. Oh, oh, wow. I didn't realize that, I guess, because, uh, I got into it, or at least interested when I was, dear God, 12. Right. Maybe 10, somewhere in there. Because, uh, again, TV. My, yeah. my grandma, we lived out in the woods, but my grandma would get, uh, satellite. Mm-hmm. And all the channels. Yeah. As far as we knew, she had all the channels. Man, the the idea, like, I remember getting satellite for the first time, mm-hmm. and the idea, like, my, my parents told me that there were channels we didn't have, mm-hmm. and you didn't, I, I, I didn't. You could never no, know. It was not even, I had no clue. Like, like it felt like we had all the channels in the world. I, I thought they were, like, talking about, like, a couple of channels here and there that were, like, legendary premium channels or right. something. The kind of things that you weren't supposed to be up watching at 2 a.m. Yeah, those two. Those two. <laughs> but, like, man, that was... And that was... Like, I, I don't really understand how kids in the 90s and early 2000s who had basic package satellite... Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand how they didn't wind up as nerds. Mm-hmm. Because, like, Cartoon Network was, like, my life. Like, you got off oh, school... Yeah. And Dragon Ball Z, and and like Sailor Moon, yep. and like the, the the classic anime were on. Right, and it was like it was just it was just different TV to us because yeah. they didn't have it on Nickelodeon or whatever. Oh yeah, like, or by God, for sure they didn't have it on ABC. Oh yeah, no, no, no. So yeah, you you find us over at our grandparents' house every Saturday morning just to vibe with the cartoons again, four hours of just smashing entertainment. Shaolin monks. Oh, oh, that was a good one. Yeah. That was a good one. So you remember Jackie Chan Adventures? Oh, absolutely. I remember Jackie Chan Adventures. I mean, I couldn't tell you many scenes, but I can tell you exactly one scene, and it's just Jackie Chan doing like a spin kick. Well, I mean, that's most of Jackie Chan's life, I think. I mean, that Anytime and like someone seen him. Yeah, um, pretty much. I mean, dude, dude's just either martial arts or amazing vocals. That's his only two modes. You know, I often forget that he does that. If if you ever get bored, uh-huh. and even if you're not bored, do it anyway. Okay. Um, you need to hear him hear him do. Uh, I'll make a man out of you from Mulan in Mandarin. Um, I'm a little lost for words already. Yeah, it's yeah. spicy, top notch. Yeah. Right on. Okay. Um, so what? Uh, I mean, so obviously information, the information superhighway, uh, was TV back then. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like you said, the kids who just had that, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. It's really hard for me to grasp how someone, like, I, I definitely fell out of some of that stuff at a certain age, you know, early teenagerdom. Right. But then you learn what you need to learn in that block of time, and then you're just mm-hmm. like, okay, well, but I still enjoy stuff, right? Right. And then and then you go back and find that stuff, and it's like you, you never left almost, mm-hmm. or you did. But while you were gone, a lot of cool shit happened, and you get to relay, like, or re dig through all of that. So, but outside of the anime stuff, what, uh, what's some of the other things you're into? 
So I'm a, I'm a big fantasy nerd. Um, you know, we got we got Lord of the Rings um, being a big part of my teenage years, uh, discovering that. Um, you know, I my family was moderately religious, mm-hmm. and so like I wasn't like like my mom would not let me have Pokemon anything until like I was in my late teens. I remember you telling me that when we were kids, and I was like, that happens crazy. Yeah, right. I'm it's like cute. Yeah, cuddly things that happen to fight each other. Yeah, no, no, man. Pikachu, Pikachu wants to take you to the uh, to the Church of uh, you know Satan. Oh, they run the Church of Capitalism, as far as like nerd culture goes. Oh, it's the same thing. Um, (laughs) Truly, it is. It's not far from each other, minimum. Um, But yeah, so um, you know, I didn't get to take part in Pokemon um, when I and and D and D was almost like like we weren't quite. My mom wasn't quite pearl clutching. Um, chick track, uh, um, oh my lord, it's satanic. But um, you know, she she still thought that you know if you play D and D, you were going to get involved with the wrong crowd, do drugs and stuff. Interesting, interesting. And um, so um, the the Lord of the Rings was like one of my main fantasy outlets, and uh, for for quite a while. And um, of course, in later years, got involved in Dungeons and Dragons anyway. So. Um, you always want what you what you can't have. Yeah, yeah. That's like, how that happens. Yeah, I mean, it was kind of, it was kind of the way it was for Pokemon. Like, I was, mm-hmm. like I was like I had dreams about getting a Pokemon game. Oh, I was yeah. like like that's that was the that was like like Cloud Nine for me. Right. And then I finally got like one or two, and I was like, this is the same damn game <laughs> over and over across generations. This is what it's like to grow up in religious Arkansas. If you're curious. <laughs> yeah. Like there's there's various levels of experiences. Um, there's there's some that are really strict, um, even more so than my family, and then there's some that aren't nearly as bad. But I you know I didn't meet very many of the not so strict ones uh, mm-hmm. until I got older. I don't know if that just came with me meeting more people mm-hmm. or if it was just the times, you know. Sure. But anyway, um, I was I was raised in church. Uh, they. They made me go to church until I was 14 every Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, but outside of that, as long as I wasn't performing rituals out in the front yard or setting things ablaze, they didn't really care too much what I was doing. Right. Uh, because the more things I was interested in, that was more things I could leverage for a grounding. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's an interesting way of looking at that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you don't really think about the economy of it back then. You're just like, I just like the things that I like, and all you want to do is take them away from me. Right. And then when you, when you become a parent, you're like, oh. Yeah. Um, Not that I endorse that to any parents <laughs> listening out there. Yeah, don't, 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 give your, don't give your children hobbies as a, as a means of controlling them. Shame on you. Yeah, that's pretty disgusting, truthfully. But, um, but, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a fantasy person. I got into sci-fi with Doctor Who back in 2005 and Star Wars before that. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, I, I like space, dinosaurs, like... Absolutely. Um, if there's... If, if I can misuse science for one thing in my lifespan, it's to clone... It's, it's to make a dinosaur. Um, I don't care if we're reverse engineering a chicken or, or what. But. I mean, really, with the direction the world's going, who could really blame you? Fair. I mean, it, it's kind of... Especially in the United States, it's kind of just like... You know, as long as, uh, as long as you're not hurting the bottom line... They don't care too much, but then if you get really good at it, then the CIA is going to make you disappear. I mean, don't get Epstein. 
<laughs> I mean, honestly, if I make a dinosaur, then the CIA wants to disappear me. I'll just I'll let the dinosaur eat me. That's how I want to go out anyway. Okay. Yeah. You know what? I like that. A contingency is always good for me. Yeah. They're like, I'm sorry, you're gonna have to come with us. I'm like, do I? <laughs> Let's have the T-Rex. Yeah. But what about you, man? Like, like we don't, we don't, we don't, we we meet up reasonably often for D and D and whatnot. But we don't, um, we don't talk about much aside from that. So. Man, you know, I, like like we mentioned earlier, I grew up in the South, out in the woods. Uh, so, and again, like you said, you either grew up and became a nerd, uh, like we did, which I would say is maybe five to ten percent of the people I know. I was thinking ten. Yeah, yeah, that feels right. Right, but uh, it was either that or you got uh, what was it? They called it the fever when you really enjoyed. Going hunting in the woods at 4 a.m. and it's shoot, like 10 degrees, going pew pew with shooting guns, making things fall down for good. Uh, um, hopefully, yeah, hopefully, <laughs> which has its merits. Don't get me wrong, uh, I can dig it, but it just never caught for me. Right. I would much rather again wake up at seven and watch cartoons all day long if I can. I mean, I played outside too, I had an imagination, uh, probably. A lot of it came from the kind of things I would watch on TV. So I could remember, I've been thinking about this pretty vividly lately, but I could remember where I I would be bored sitting in church and I would just let my mind wander and I would uh, pretend I could like spin out fan blades like a uh, traditional Japanese fan, but like made out of steel. And I would just fiddle with my hands in the back pew of the church where nobody could see me. You even... Yeah, oh man, you in my last name even. Uh, <laughs> but that made for a good, over the years, a good few hours of entertainment. And then from there, I would uh, I'd make up these games that I'd want to play where I didn't even realize that I was basically playing my own scheme of D&D. But right. I would make up these weapons and stuff with special powers. And then I would pretend to play with them outside with a stick. That kind of thing. Like it was a chaos staff or something like that that just shot black magic. And it, it was a lot of stuff, but... And growing up like that, you just kind of, if you didn't have an imagination, then that's probably why you wound up in the woods. Yeah, no, that tracks. Yeah. I mean, like, I did the, I did the deer hunting thing, um, for, for a lot of my, my, my youth, in which in, I never got into doing anything else, like, you'll probably never catch me out there, you know, hunting ducks. Yeah. Up to my knees in freezing cold water. I, yeah. It's, it's not happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but where I live, deer hunting's easy, you just open the front door and pull the trigger and I mean, if something doesn't fall over, you the, the gun wasn't loaded. Yeah. Like literally, you could you could open any window in the house and, and kill something. So that wasn't hard. But um, you know, I, I did I did kind of like you with the with the whole make believe thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but my my thing, I didn't I didn't like going outside. I didn't like being dirty, getting yeah. sweaty. Okay. I was I was a weird child. Mm-hmm. Um, I did enjoy the trampoline, but um, but I I would take my pillow and I would just spin it. On my finger, uh, kind of like, uh, kind of like tossing, a, like hand tossing pizza dough. Yep, that, that um, always seemed fun when you were watching it happen. Yeah, um, I would do that, and you know, I made sound effects yes. uh, and everything. Um, sometimes I'd use clothes hangers. I really blinded myself doing that on okay. multiple occasions. Yeah, I could see that. Um, but clothes hanger does feel cooler. Yeah, because um, it's more dangerous. Yeah, um, it feels really cool until you get it hung behind your eyelid. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, wasn't ready for that one. No, I mean it was I. No, yeah, I would imagine that. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, I didn't learn the lesson the first two times. 
Two times. You yeah. did it more than one. Uh, yeah, I did it solo three times before. You the clothes hanger behind your eyelid three times. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. You're uh, yeah, okay. I uh, I don't nobody I never claimed to be the sharpest hack in any given box. I'm just gonna tell you, Billy, up until <laughs> right then I had you pretty up there. You know. Well, you know. Um, I'm uh, I'm sorry to to uh, no, you shake, shake your yeah, your yeah. worldview. You shaken you shaken my worldview and then so that sounds like <laughs> that sounds terrifying. Uh, yeah, I mean it was it was real unsettling. How how did your mom feel after the third time? You know I didn't tell her about all of them. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. Um, I I think I told her about one of those events uh, at some point after the fact. I don't actually remember which um, which time it was that I I told her about. Oh my god. Um, yeah, no, I would imagine the first time that happens and she's like, oh my god, my baby! And then the third time she's like, if you don't quit this shit. Yeah. Well, and, like, it was it was one of those things, I sort of, the first time I, I like, I kind of panicked and I just wanted it out. Yeah, obviously. So, like, I didn't even move, except, like, I just, I was laying on the bed with, the, with, with it behind my eyelid, and I wow. just pulled it out, and... We might have to have a trigger warning on that one. That yeah, no, that's <laughs> that's that's fair. Um, but uh, anyway, the next the next two times it was just kind of like, oh, you got to be kidding me again. How do I do this? How yeah. do I keep doing this to myself? Yeah, because it was like like I didn't really have any, I didn't really understand statistics, but I had the reaction where I basically was like, statistically, how did it come in at that angle more than once? Mm-hmm. Like, the first time I was like, oh, it'll never happen again. No, that's got to be right up there with lightning strikes. Yeah. Second time I was like, well, apparently this is more common than I thought. I should quit doing this. Mm-hmm. And then months later. You thought you had learned your lesson. Yeah. Months later I was like, you know what? I've worn a hole through my pillow spinning it. Yeah. So it's time to go back to the metal clothes hangers. And I was wrong. You were wrong. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> If it helps now, I'm not advocating for you to pick this hobby back up, but if it helps now, they make them uh, with less pointy ends now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they do. If you ever, you know, want to become a professional clothes hanger spinner, um, um, don't worry about your eyelids. Yeah, um, I've, I've, I've graduated to, to things that, uh, they came up with these things called fidget spinners. Yep, I remember. And, um... And those helped. Okay. <laughs> those helped that need. Okay. Although sometimes I do still walk through the house spinning my headphones. Okay. Um, still less dangerous than a clothes hanger. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm into. I'm in. I, I, I'm trying to make better choices now you, that I'm older. But you've got to be one of the more extreme cases of the uses of a fidget spinner. Like, look what I could be doing. <laughs> and, yeah. And most people would be like, "You mean drugs?" Like, no. It's like strange I have, attempted piercings. Yeah. I have. I have a medical fidget spinner card. Uh, <laughs> Congratulations! <laughs> That's gonna be a big one. I've never even heard anybody getting that one. Yeah, this is uh, this fidget spinner's pres- prescription. <laughs> wow! Do you have to no, go anywhere special for that? They have dispensaries for fidgets. Um, sort of. I mean, you know, you go to the gas station. They're like, "That's not real." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> ah, right. But they're, I mean, you don't even need that. We'll just sell you this. Yeah. Right. Um, but but the mortgage job. They're bad. There's probably some pretty badass fidgets out there that you need some kind of license for. I mean, I've seen some that are like shurikens. Um, they're they're probably not sharp, but yeah, that's probably a they, bad idea. Um, but is it? Yeah. Well, I mean, my first thought was, I wonder if I could actually throw it. And I and I don't remember where I saw it online, but somebody did actually try it with some version of that. Mm-hmm. And the edges aren't sharp, but they do have pointy ends, and so the points do is thick in some materials. Interesting. Interesting. 
using like styrofoam or mm-hmm. cardboard. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think they I think they tried it on cardboard. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, it's not just about the the media that we view necessarily, stuff that's watched or what have you, but like, what else? What else tickles you? I'm 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 a little imaginative. Mm-hmm. Um. And I've never been diagnosed with any sort of, you know, attention disorder, mm. but, um, like, I, my mind bounces around a lot. Mm. Um, when you when you get started talking about the fictional universes, and, like, I'm going to go back to, to the Lord of the Rings, um, but there are more recent examples. Um, you know, if you haven't checked out The Wise Man's Fear, or no. a, a, a Wise Man's Fear in the Name of the Wind, um, okay. check them out. Um there, the the world building is almost on par with what Tolkien did um, with with the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit and everything. Um, but just the the sheer breadth of this fi- these fictional worlds that people create, um, you, know, you know, languages and and histories and and all these all these places and the architectures. Uh, that they describe, and all these little details. Like, I, I just get really into deconstructing um, the stuff, you know? Right. Well, somebody devoted large portions of their life to creating something that, in ways, I mean, at least materially, was not there. Right. Uh, and they they created this, like you said, this world that you almost, depending on how invested you are in the story, feel like you can touch. Yeah. And it's enough for you to really pick it apart and say, the way my mind works is like, okay, is this symbolism? Right. Is this just, this person just created this with such care and such attention to detail that they were able to convey, maybe not necessarily the way they saw it, but a version of it to you. Yeah. You know, there's, you know, it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard to explain, um, in 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 a way, what what world building meant to me growing up, because like as I mentioned earlier, I was homeschooled, right. and and this is nothing. If if my mom watches this, if you're out there listening, mom, I love you. You did a great job. This is not this is nothing bad about you, but I mean, I, I pretty much had my two friends from church mm-hmm. uh, for growing up a lot of most for the, for the most part. Um, I, I had one other friend that I met through homeschooling, um, but. Um, you know, I didn't didn't hang out with a lot of people. It wasn't a lot of social interaction, and so um, having having that outlet of, in some ways, it may have been escapism, but having having that outlet to dive into um, into those things, uh, those worlds, and pick them apart, and and follow the thread of thought through the world building. Um, I think uh, you know, I think that was one of the things that really not only helped me get through life my, my early life but but also kind of made me who i am mm. um and i think that's why because i whenever whenever i'm you know the dungeon master for D right i i i can pretty much only run homebrew i can't right. i can't i can't run pre-mates very well because right. i'm just like i'm all over the place about it right and always tweaking things here and there and so if it's just if it's just going to become homebrew anyway why not just start there no i believe um, like outside of that stuff, um, I, I'm artistically challenged, I like to say. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, David has recently seen some of my honestly best attempts at art, and they're not great. Uh, okay. um, <laughs> um, 
it is hard. Sorry to interrupt, but it's hard to. I feel the same way in a lot of ways. Like my my dream job, if everything paid the same and I could just do one job for the rest of my life, it would be to tattoo people. Uh, however, also the things that happen in my brain do not translate well down through my fingertips. Mm. So uh, that's a bit of a stopper. And yeah, it's one of those things with practice and and you know time can get better. Right. But it's uh, it's committing the time to do it. I mean, like I've seen some of your past artwork. Mm. I've still got some of your your custom Yu-Gi-Oh cards. Oh, uh, nice. yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Thor Spore. Four. Yeah. Um, and uh, you 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 easily double, maybe even triple my talent. Um, which okay, let me refer. You have actual you, like you have actual brain to finger talent. A little bit. Um, yeah. Um, I have none. Oh, okay. Triple of zero turns out it's still zero. Yeah, absolutely. So um, you 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 dwarf my my abilities infinitely. Um, that being said, uh, I know, as far as tattooing goes, I know a guy. Yeah, yeah, right. No, so. Um, anyway, if you ever get serious about wanting to, to do that, I, I'm sure, I'm sure good old, good old Mike. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's uh, on the list. Would, uh, would, would, would try to work you in somewhere. Yeah. Shout out, Micro. How we go, man? Um, uh, if you live in Batesville. Right. <laughs> um, but, uh, but anyway, uh, other interests, um, like I said, I'm artistically challenged, but I'm, I'm into the world of, of 3D printing um, and, and some um, light 3D modeling. Some of the stuff, yeah, some of the stuff you just got hanging around here on the shelves that you did for you, I think it was super cool. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, I got started with models by getting into Warhammer uh, mm-hmm. Fantasy. Yeah. Um, my buddy Cedric just betrayed me, stabbed me in the back, and here I am, thousands of dollars later, uh, with way too many tiny plastic dudes but i've graduated making my own I, I print them out of resin and plastic these days um i'm not that great at painting still but i'm, I'm slowly getting better i've got uh, i've got a ninja turtle uh bust over there on the table i that, saw uh, that i was looking at that um that i'm approaching being proud of oh, yeah so, yeah that's beautiful but um but what, what what about you what 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 obscure things tickle tickle your fancy man uh just only in recent years but uh Actually, human biology. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, just the kind of things that, like, happen through happenstance through your life. Uh, like, if you get a cut and the way it heals and how it can heal faster depending on certain aspects of, say, your diet or the things you do on a daily basis, how active you are, that kind of thing. Right. Uh, down to the way spinach, if you didn't know this, uh, a small helping of spinach with a little bit of olive oil. Uh, in the morning, like baby spinach, mm-hmm. uh, can do more for your brain function than a cup of coffee. Interesting. Indeed. I mean, obviously you're not caffeinated, but like as far as how well your brain operates. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I, um, I've not heard that one before. That's interesting. It is interesting. I, um, in which, is that cooked or raw spinach? I, I, I did it raw. Okay. I mean, I'd have it alongside probably like a three egg omelet or egg white omelet or something like that. Just yes. To, See, I don't. Okay, full disclosure. Yeah. I'm not exactly Captain Veggie. Right. No. Um, but now, raw spinach. It's one of those things. I'll eat that by itself. Yeah, it's basically lettuce, but yeah, actually with something in it. Iron, by the way. Iron, yeah. iron as well. Um, and, uh, anemic or something along those lines. Don't let the traditional salads out there hear you say that, David. No, well, <laughs> iceberg lettuce has been at it for too long, and I'm tired of it getting all the credit. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, fair. I mean, it's time. It's time for the new kid on the block. It's just crunchy water. <laughs> You're not wrong. I know. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah. Crunchy water. Crunchy water. Um. But also, sorry, just to yeah. interject again, it literally just fills up your stomach, and sometimes it doesn't even decompose correctly, which yeah. can cause you problems later on. Yeah, you know, I, I have heard that certain green leafy things don't 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 do you roughage. Yeah, we're not cattle, folks. No matter what the government would have you believe, <laughs> that's a different soapbox we'll stand on on another day. We promise. Oh, absolutely. We've got plenty of time. But um, but yeah, no, like like I'll eat raw spinach all day. I love I love raw spinach. Mm-hmm. Um, now cooked spinach, mm, that, you're gonna have to tie me up. That, that soggy Popeye bullshit. I'm not here for it. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't need to punch the I don't need to punch a battleship that bad. No, I will just to prove a point. <laughs> Um, but, um, but I did take your, I did take your broccoli recipe, um, and, um, added some soy sauce sure. and, uh, makes it a little more edible. Yeah. Well, I was, I was like salt. I was, I was, I was about to add in the salt mm-hmm. and I was like, you know what else has a metric crap ton of salt and also a slightly better flavor. Yeah. Yeah. Soy sauce. Okay. So, so I tossed in some soy sauce. And uh, even Amy loved it. Yeah, um, absolutely. Amy's my wife, in case anybody needs to know that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, ladies, I'm a taken man. Yeah, it's true. Uh, also, she's a goddess, so you didn't really have a shot anyway. That's true. <laughs> she's a goddess. <laughs> Indeed. Um, but also, if you ever want to get put on Brussels sprouts one day, I got something for you. Oh, yeah? I know it's a big jump, but yeah, we'll get there. We might, uh, we might, we might experiment mm-hmm. uh, one day. I nerd out over food, too. I love to cook. Uh, but also not like I'll watch a cooking show, but I'm not making anything in that cooking show. <laughs> I, I have no idea how to take, uh, you know, a stick of butter and turn it into foie gras, and I have no interest. Yeah, no. I mean, I'm I'm uh, I I can put on a cooking show. Um, if you ever watched uh, Justin Wilson? Um, he's dead now. He was an old Cajun, old Cajun guy. He had. Uh, had a cooking show. Interesting. And um, he didn't measure stuff. No. Nope. He would he would, would he? he would tell you what the measurements were. Like he was like you need a teaspoon of salt. Wanted. He would take his hand and he would just pour salt into his hand and he just eyeballed it. Mm-hmm. And occasionally, just to prove to the audience that it was actually a teaspoon of salt, he would pour it into his hand and then he'd pour it into the measuring spoon. Mm-hmm. And it'd be a teaspoon of salt. Wow. And um, but he had that thick um, Cajun accent, you know, and I just like listening to him. But I, I could never make anything um, that that he was making partially because I can't handle that much wine in my food. But <laughs> uh, but in theory, I like cooking. I just don't cook a, a huge variety of things yeah. most of the time. No, I, say, I, I think yeah, pretty much. Um, if I'm cooking for just me, then I probably won't cook. But uh, right. if I if I've got somebody to impress or something like that. Um, oh yeah. Which. I do have someone to impress now, but she's not impressed by most of the things that I make. What? So, mostly because she eats like a kindergartner. Love you, Reagan. Um, I mean, my wife is basically five. Uh, so yeah, we're living in dual worlds here. Yeah, you have to. You kind of have to hold her down to make her eat something that's not Lucky Charms. Oh yeah. Well, that's understandable. They're magically delicious. They are. Yeah. Uh, but no, I basically just like going into the fridge and being like, well, normally I would cook this, but this is what I have, so let's see what happens. 
Right. Turns out okay. I mean, you know, the the number of things in this world that wouldn't have been invented if somebody wasn't trying to substitute something for something else, um, I imagine is staggering. Oh, yeah, like I, I, I honestly can't even fathom how they first came up with the recipe for uh, for black powder. Like, like who put all that stuff together and decided like, to light it? Also, yeah, yeah. Like, 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 how did that happen? I, you know what? That's probably something we should research. We can get into that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've ever watched Ancient Aliens. Just a touch. Um, my wife loves the show. It's it's honestly hilarious. Sometimes they'll say some things that are just so outlandish that I'm just like, did you, did you get really high? Is any of that founded in science? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things they, they said one time was that the transition from, in, in Japan, the transition from the Chinese broadsword to what we, what we know as the katana mm-hmm. um, was such a huge jump in design and metallurgy that it couldn't have been simply facilitated by um, human smiths in in that time frame. That it had it was such a big leap that aliens had to be involved. Mm-hmm. And at, at, whenever I heard that, I was like, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> and then I got to thinking, I was like, but there are other things. Like, like how did we get black powder mm-hmm. if aliens didn't suggest it? <laughs> like if you like if somebody who didn't already know didn't say hey put this stuff together how did that happen? But you know I'm sure I'm sure there's at least some lore behind the invention of black powder and why it happened. Right. I'm just positive the cavemans didn't accidentally figure it out. Like it's it's been a while. Yeah, cave people. Right. Um, I um, I mean as much as I would like to think that Grog came out of his cave, you know with his his ot- his his, his six right. uh, club. Uh, it's the early edition of the gun of the gunblade from Final Fantasy. Oh, fair. <laughs> right, Grico's really gonna appreciate this boom noise. Yeah. Bang. <laughs> so, Billy. Yeah. Why did grown men choose to start podcasts instead of going to therapy? Uh, well, this is cheaper. Oh, considerably. Um, That's the but, first answer. Yes. Um, also, um, like, I don't know all the therapists uh, here in my town, mm-hmm. but um, I'd much rather look at you than a lot of them. <laughs> um, but no, like, honestly, like we've talked about a couple of times now, like we've been friends for like 25 years, and um, but we don't actually get to just hang out and talk a lot. Yeah. I hardly ever miss a chance to just hang out with my favorite people and nerd out, so um, I I couldn't pass it up. Yeah, I think that's, you know what, I really appreciate that, and that was a heartfelt explanation, and I love that. Well, um, I'm, I'm too dumb to come up with anything else, I, No, I have mutual feelings. I actually put some thought into it, because I saw that meme on Facebook. It was like, uh, so the meme was... Why do grown? It was a, a woman asking why do grown men uh, start podcasts instead of going to therapy. No, I haven't seen that. The reply to it was why do grown women uh, start an OnlyFans instead of getting a job? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, right. Shots fired. But uh, why aren't we on OnlyFans? You know, I just haven't found my niche yet. Uh, there's there's a market for what I do. I'm just not sure I want to interact with the people that like it. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, um, sell your tricks or 
something. <laughs> At least feet. I got, I got some crazy feet. Somebody will buy that. It's Listen, my whole goal in life is to get paid for doing the bare minimum. And uh, sponsorships, if you're looking at us yet. You're probably not, but I'm still going to speak this into existence. Um, it's episode one. Get in on the ground floor, guys. We're only going up from here. But, uh, Nowhere to go. <laughs> no, I think I really gave it some thought. It actually kept me up when I was trying to sleep earlier today. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, because I was like, okay, why am I doing this? And I mean, truthfully, the end game of therapy is really just to understand how valuable your serotonin is. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's a long road to get to that point of understanding, I think. Um, so why would I not just tap the button on my own? Yeah, and there you go. If I can sit here for hours on end and just talk about the stuff that I like, uh, and it makes me feel better. Why would I do anything else? Especially if it costs more. <laughs> right? Uh, and I mean, I mean, I'd be lying if I, if I, if I said that, uh, I didn't hope that, um, you know, one day we were, uh, you know, we were, we were those guys who, um, you know, don't have real jobs that people make fun of. Um, but, uh, you know, if, if we never make a dime doing this, I'm still cool. Oh, absolutely. I want to, but still, in 20 years, like, in 20 years' time, I want to be able to look at a time clock and be like, I have no idea how to use this. Yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, what the, what what, what even is this? And of course, in 20 years, I it's mean. It's going to cost blood. It's no doubt. It's I mean, be blood. I mean, it'll probably be a retinal scan. I mean, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and say mine was more metal, but yeah. You're, uh, right. you're absolutely right. There was <laughs> way more, way more metal uh, in your idea. Um. And I mean, I think there's a lot of people out there who've kind of forgotten, you know, how to chill and just, like, really enjoy the things they enjoy. Because there's, even rat race aside, like, even if we're not talk, just talking about the struggle of making a living, right. um, you know, there's a lot of pressure that people feel to, to know everything about X thing right. that they like. Um, like, I love dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Uh, can, I, can I name all the bones in any given dinosaur? No. No, it's never going to happen either. Dude, my, my six-year-old the other day started telling me something about the Mesozoic era. Oh, yeah? And I was like, first of all, you pronounced Mesozoic correctly. Um, <laughs> my fear is only trumped by how impressed I am. Right. So, uh, yeah, no, it, it's, and it's, why can we not just stay there, you know? Why mm-hmm. that, that, like. There's something about that that she has latched onto and is just so intriguing for her. And there are informative ways for even her, who has a lot of trouble paying attention to one thing for more than a couple seconds at a time. There are ways for her to become well-versed as a six-year-old in herbivores, carnivores, uh, that kind of thing. Um, you, you know, when you're growing up, there's something, whatever your little thing is, the thing that you you just really enjoy or love mm-hmm. is almost like suppressed because right. there's some kind of expectation for you to grow up and get into the real world and all this stuff. So, uh, yeah, I mean, for a lot of people, that's just kind of the thing that keeps them going. Right. You know, I, I hope that, and and just because I'm always I'm always trying to bring people to the dark side. Yeah. Um. You know, I hope that we're able to to latch on to some, to the people who, 
like you said, they 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 grew up and they 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 put the childish things away and started started doing adult things. They lost their dinosaur. Form. They they lost their dinosaur. Um, you know, I hope I hope we we we, we you know we touch some of them and and remind them of, of what they used to love and um, I, I strongly encourage you guys to bust out your old tra- uh, I almost said Transformers those two yes but, but, but your old Power Rangers VHS tapes yes and and relive the uh, the five episodes of, of Tommy Oliver handing the Power Rangers butts to them yes absolutely um, and yes it's absolutely terrible it, oh it god was the fight choreography was Sadly, the best part about that show, what we're really looking at it, aside yeah. from the costumes and the giant robots. And part of that was just reused Japanese footage. Yeah, well, somebody <laughs> had to do it first. I mean, that's true. Yeah. Um, but don't like 100% power. Like original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers is not a cinemagraphic masterpiece by any means. But that shouldn't stop you from sitting down and enjoying that wave of nostalgia that hits you anyway. Absolutely. Like, like you're, I, I mean, immediately I takes me back to a bowl of Captain Crunch on the living room floor in my underoos. Just yes. like, yeah, get him, Billy. <laughs> yeah, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't think there's, I don't think anybody's any less for, for, for enjoying the campy cheesy, um, stuff from the nineties. Um, and if you think I'm, you know, yeah, lame for, for enjoying it, come fight me. Mm-hmm. I promise I'll cheat. Absolutely. No, I don't have time to, to fight a fair fight. Oh, no. Like, I've, I've got things to do, and uh, your kneecaps mean nothing to me. That's right. I mean, <laughs> look, I just sat here and talked about how much I love the show where five five people got together to fight one monster. You really think I'm, 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 I'm fighting you mono mono? No, we learned early. Yeah. Like, these streets don't play. That's right. If you if you people were wondering uh, what this is, or even if this particular episode even makes it to air, uh, this is the Geek Drizzle podcast. Uh, we're starting right now. Um, today. Today, right now, in this moment, you're listening to it first. Um, and you know, you kind of you kind of forget what your favorite dinosaur is, mm-hmm. or maybe you don't forget, but nobody really asks you what it is. I mean, it has. Even even though I have nerdy friends, it has been a while since anyone asked me what my favorite dinosaur is. Right. So, what we want to do is 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 that not necessarily what your favorite dinosaur is, but what we'll get there. Whatever oh, we're we're about to go there. Uh, we just want we want people to talk about the thing that they secretly love, or maybe not so secretly, but nobody really talks about with them. And I want to hear all about it. Even if I don't have a huge interest in it, I may develop one. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, or, if nothing else, you get to talk about it, and you might get to hear about stuff we like that you didn't really think about. So, um, so Billy, what is your favorite dinosaur? Um, so, not, 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 to, not to be that, that, that kid from, from Saturday morning, Just but uh, um, it was definitely the Triceratops. Yep. Yep. I mean... T-Rex is obviously badass for its own reasons, but uh, I've heard in recent years it was a scavenger. I don't know that I choose to believe that just yet, but I'm open-minded. Uh, but the Triceratops was just pretty honest about who he was, and if you, uh, you know, if you wanted to step to a Triceratops, you were, you were about it. Yeah. You know. Um, which and this is not, um, 
not 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 to keep going back to dinosaurs, but since we're on the topic, um, there is there is some new, newer research that suggests that um, the larger ones may have been more scavengery, and they sent the younger ones out to actually do the hunting. Oh, okay. okay. Um, makes sense. And regrettably, the scene from Can Jurassic Park. To get a job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, regrettably, the scene from Jurassic Park where the T Rex chases the jeep. Okay. Uh, apparently, is complete nonsense. You Pro- don't say. Supposedly, they would break their legs if they tried to run that fast. Interesting. Dinosaur science changes all the time, right. and uh, I promise we'll talk about this more in the future. Yeah, no, uh, nobody's ever seen one lately. Right. Um, it's all just conjecture. There's there is a company trying to clone the mammoth, but um, but mammoths are not dinosaurs. They're living their dream, though. Yeah, they are. They're you know they they said one day I bet we could do it. Yeah, and so uh, they're trying it. Yeah, somebody told them they couldn't. They were like, "Watch me, hold 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 my shiny beers, right. uh, <laughs> and hand me a checkbook." Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, anyway, there's always new there's always new dinosaur science, new takes on on finds and so on and so forth, um, and. The bottom line is we'll never really know, you no. know, but um, the you know, I choose to believe that um, even if it was a scavenger, it was still a badass. Oh, but um, but yeah, yeah, Triceratops is where it was at. Okay. Yeah, Triceratops will take your kneecaps out. Absolutely. And then some. Oh yeah, like you'll be you'll be a full foot shorter. Billy, it's been a blast, man. Uh, I yeah. love this. This is a great opener. Again, if none of this makes this to air, uh, I'm still glad we did it. And uh, absolutely, assuming the computer recorded all of this, if it hasn't, I'm gonna throw it. Oh man, yeah, we'll just have to try for a round two. Uh, <laughs> anyway, man, uh, let's get out of here and uh, let's look forward to interconnecting the branches of Geek for Sale from here on out. Absolutely. If you guys, if you guys like this, um, keep coming back. There's gonna be more. Um, like, hit us up in comments. Absolutely. Um, um, if you uh, if you really need to be negative, comments are comments. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll we'll read those too. Bad PR is still PR. That's right. All all all, all publicity is good publicity. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, not um, hit us up in the comments. Let us know what you think, what you'd like to see um, or hear in this case. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll catch you next time.